0: This week on the podcast, we are joined by Nine Baz, who's going to tell us all about new, the New World Beta. We have a quick conversation about the new Hunt Showdown map. And unfortunately, guys, we have to talk about Activision Blizzard. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny Kay, With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. How you doing, Green?
1: I am doing okay. Yeah? That, I'm doing okay.
0: That I, had a,
1: uh, I had a death in the family last week, and that's why I had to abruptly leave the show. Um, But I'm here. I'm good. Gucci. I got my Baz cosplay on, so...
0: As, yeah. in a, Danny, as, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm good. are we Are we going to compare knots? Is that what's happening here? are we are we in a, a knot measuring contest? Do we want to? I think it's up to yeah. Baz.
2: Yes. yeah. So I think when you're measuring top knots, there's a few things you're looking for. and And I'll be clear, one of the biggest things I look for in a top knot is fidelity. And in that green just takes the cake. Like my, my I've got a little bit of like you know floppage up here. Um, as experts call it, and so in terms of not fidelity, green takes the cake. I would say in terms of not girth, um, I'm a little more competitive, but I, I think overall, I think green's actually really killing the knot. I, mean, I would, I, I might, would,
1: I might be able to fluff it to maximum girthness, though. How about that? There,
2: that that looks. See, like you just get, like you're basically like an honorary Asian at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that card, I guess hey, listen, man, like a like an Asian dude told me my knot made me, like, semi-Asian. Yeah, you so, know. Like, I guess the other thing about my top knot is it is authentic, right? It's, <laughs> it is quite authentic, yes. You know, Baz, that's
0: a dangerous game to play. It's kind of like saying that you got uh, a certain pass,
2: from right, that doesn't play totally different animal, totally different animal. <laughs> This is top notch. here,
0: <laughs> anyways. Baz, welcome back to the show for those who don't know you, who
2: haven't met you yet. Who are you? What do you do? And where can people find you? Oh, great. Um, so I have been streaming on Twitch for 26 months now. I stream video games and I am a budget e girl. I scream a lot, and uh, I provide witty commentary. That's that's what I do. Um, I come from a very wide variety of. I've come from a, one of the oddest career paths known to man. Um, like really, I, I feel like I have a very unconventional career path. I've built bridges. I've served as a counselor. I've served in ministry, and then I was a cop. So and like now I'm a Twitch streamer. So like that that's an unusual trajectory. Hold on. Who yeah. else is
1: going to be walking into the bar in this joke?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so it's it's a uh, it's a lot, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Where can people find you?
0: Oh, Twitch.tv slash Nine Baz. Cool. Anywhere else you want to plug? Anything else you want to plug in here at the top of the show? Anything you're doing?
2: No, just that I, I just want to plug that Mr. Greenlead is absolutely killing the TikTok game. Um, yeah, green. Your, your TikToks know. I've have been. I not have been off
1: of it for a while.
2: I, you've been just, killing it.
1: Been off of it. I don't. I don't like to toot my own horn. So.
2: But yeah, I've uh, the last. Let me think. How many? How many hours have I put into New World in the in the last week? So it came out on Tuesday. And basically, yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh, 131 hours.
0: By the mm-hmm.
1: way, we're transitioning to New World now.
0: Well, hold on. We got some housekeeping. Before we go into oh, new yeah. world. New world. Um, guys, we obviously appreciate all of you for watching and listening. Uh, this is your first time with us. We hope you guys get a lot of value out of the show. We do have a question of the week. Brought to you by Mr. Nine Baz himself. And that is, What is what video game aspect is a must-have for you? What video game aspect or maybe element might be another way to say sure, it? What sure. video game element is a must-have for you? Or feature. What video game feature? However you want to think about it. However you want to phrase it. What is a must have for you guys? Let us know in the live chat. Also, let us know in the comments of the YouTube video, or you can even tweet at us. You can tweet at me at Danny K, D A N I E C A E. Let me know the answer to the question of the week, and I will for sure do my best to uh, respond to every answer that we get. That being said, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more in the uh, way of. housekeeping uh we do want to remind you guys that we are doing our three-year giveaway this year we are doing a meme contest so all you got to do is create a meme related to the podcast and use the hashtag ntn and the number three on twitter uh twitter ntn the number three on twitter make sure your twitter settings are in such a way that i can see you guys on the hashtag if i can't see it on the hashtag you're you do not qualify okay The creator of our favorite meme will get a $60 gift card to the platform of their choice. Runner-up gets a free mug from this year's merch lineup. So, hashtag NTN and the number three on Twitter. Make sure we can see it. You guys can enter an unlimited amount of times. The winners are the ones who makes makes our favorite meme, right? And our, our second favorite gets a mug. Of course, if you guys miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast, and everywhere podcasts are found, and uh, Baz, new game, new world, let's get into it, huh? Tell us all about so, New World.
2: So, before we begin, I'd like to throw out, throw out there that, like, Greens can spin the promo there. I don't know how much he got paid for the... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Not sponsored... Eight, I guess like eight or nine hundred thousand, but like but I just want like to say that was cold as ice.
1: It I is very it. cold.
2: Um that said, New World. So I have played so many video games, part partly because like, you know, I'm I'm a very sick dude. I I stay at home, like bed or couch bound. I play a lot of video games. It's what I do to keep me away keep me awake and <clears throat> you know, it's what I do to keep me sane. So I've played a lot of video games. And there, every once in a while, you stumble on a video game that just connects in a different way. First, for a lot of people, it's Skyrim. For some people, it's League of Legends. For some people, it's, I don't know, some clicker game. For me, the games that have really connected over time were like League of Legends, Ark, things, games that like sucked me in and like held me for thousands of hours, Grim Dawn. Every once in a while, you play a game, and you, 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 you just step into this video game, And that something about the experience, you go, wow, this is it. This is it. I was 15 years old when I first played my very first video game. My very first video game was World of Warcraft. And that was, like, the earliest vestiges of World of Warcraft. We're talking a very long time ago. Um, And there was something about that experience where I was like, oh, my goodness. this This is a real, vibrant, living thing. And it was wonderful, and I loved it. So you have those experiences. For me, Amazon's New World has been that experience. I played 50-ish hours in the alpha, uh, the first alpha last year. And even in that alpha, there was just something about the world that like grabbed onto me. So it's built on Lumberyard, the engine, which is basically a Crytek derivative. And it it shows the graphics, the audio... They just, they're just absolutely a cut above, in my opinion. Absolutely cut above anything else that's out there. Like, this game does not compare to Final Fantasy or Elder Scrolls Online or World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, it doesn't. The active combat, the audio, the tactile feedback, the graphics, it, it's just absolutely insane. Um, and there's something about that experience that's just really magical to me. And although Alpha wasn't perfect, we've had a year, actually more than a year, to like wait. And I've got 80ish 90ish hours in the beta since Tuesday and boy it's marvelous. It is a marvelous experience. Have have either of you played it? I have not played it, but Negative. I've watched
1: several people play it.
2: Um it almost gives me like
1: a updated RuneScape vibe because I was I I wasn't the kid who played World uh, World of Warcraft. I was the the budget friendly RuneScape that was a, uh, you know, free membership.
2: Sure, sure. So I guess the question for you, Green, is like what what have your what takeaways have you gleaned from watching New World?
1: Uh, I I like the combat system. I've I've uh, noticed like they've added like the dodge and stuff to that, which is like that's not something you see in a game quite like this. Like I, I know I think there there might be a dodge in in World of Warcraft, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, but Runescape, like when comparing it to Runescape, like Runescape was very rudimentary. In combat, in combat like you you know you either cast your uh, spells or you just click and you know swing a sword you know uh, so uh, th- that's been pretty interesting in my thoughts as well as like the the variety of weapons um, i've I've seen people use big ass hammers i've seen people use muskets and, and shit like that so yeah
2: there's there's 13 weapons and they each have their own skill tree with different specializations and Four four to six abilities apiece. So like yeah, it's a, a decent amount of diversity. And they've already announced I, I believe that they've data mined three or four new weapons coming out. So like that's really exciting. Danny, how about you? Like what, what have your takes been on New World? Absolutely none.
0: Um I've I've watched a little bit of it. Um I've like seen some news come out about it, but really it hasn't been one of those things that like I see someone's playing New World and I'm automatically in. Um, I think I've peeked in on your stream a little bit as, as you've played it. Um, otherwise, it's really been about it. It hasn't been one of those things that I've been uh, super intent on. I knew there's a lot of buzz around the game, which is why I was really interested to have someone who has played it on. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just
2: excited to hear about it and hear what the buzz has been about. So I, I guess the, the best way to talk about New World is to kind of back up and like zoom out. New World is at its core a PvP v PvE. And I say that because it's a trifaction PvP game um, in a PvE universe. It's got... You can play the entire game without ever doing PvP. Uh, PvP is opt-in and optional. um, But you can flag for PvP in the open world. Um, And basically, the only limitation to PvP then is you can't fight inside of cities. They're sanctuaries. Um, It's got an active combat system. So think like Souls Light. I would say an interesting mix between, like, The Witcher and Souls combat. So very, very precise, very clean. There are different abilities, there are different combos, there are skill trees for abilities that morph what they do and change interactions. Um, the game has everything from, like Green said, you can run great hammers or muskets or magic staffs, whatever. And this game occurs in a twisted, corrupted, magical island called Aeternum, and basically, the, the, there's a pretty deep story, but I wouldn't describe it as... How do I say this? I wouldn't just... Dis- it's an open-world game. So there is a story to follow, and the story in beta is tremendously better than the story in alpha. Um, like, they've actually got voice actors now. There are cutscenes. There, are you know, like... The the, the quests aren't banal fetch quests. Uh, but I think at its heart, it is a game based on just this open-world exploration this this sense of adventuring it, it reminds me a little bit of conan in that sense one of my favorite things about conan was just grabbing a weapon and food and just exploring just walking around and looking through the world because the world was handcrafted and conan for all of its faults it was a beautiful stunning world um and new world gives me that same experience there are always things to do like there are quests for your faction there's three different factions to choose from you've basically got glory vikings you've got the twisted weirdos intent on capturing knowledge and relics of the past and then you've got covenant which who which you know i represent which are the correct faction of course um, they represent righteousness justice and smiting all of your foes um and you can do quests for your faction for the town you're in um And there are a bunch of different towns that you can increase your standing, which gives you perks like homeownership and everything else. Um, You can do actual main quests, side quests, kind of you name it. Or you can just, you know, run outside of town, flag up, and chase down people with a musket. So, (laughs) you know, there's so much to do. But I think at its core, the thing about New World that strikes me so heavily is the things I care about. Crafting, audio, graphics, that experience. It, it, it's all just done superbly well, and I think that's very special. Like the ability to play a Souls-like game PvP VE with friends up to a th- I, the servers are supposed to be a thousand people. Right now, I think they've got more than that on each server cluster. But um, and it's hosted by Amazon, so the I am actually getting to play video games with my friends in Germany and Sweden and the UK with reasonable ping, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask about some of the technical aspects of it because you mentioned it was it, it feels like a Souls-like game, mm-hmm. um, right? Souls-like at very least. So, yeah, so the New World is an Amazon game. This is their second major uh, venture into games, mm-hmm, right. um, the first one being Crucible, which they shuttered.
1: It was awful. <laughs> it was
0: trash, yes. Um, so uh, from a technical aspect, right, how does this game feel? like? Do, are you experiencing any issues with the servers? Are they stuttering? Are, are like you getting like frame drops? How is this game performing? And how is it performing especially under pressure? Because MMOs, I always think of them as like they always have a lot going on on the screen, right? You always have... Um, ads and mobs on the screen and bosses with big AOE effects, and then you have all of your... Uh, all of the other players who have, like, individual skins with, like, particle effects, and all, <laughs> right. of, like, their abilities are going off, and then you have numbers everywhere, right? Like, there is so much going on the screen of MMOs. How is this game
2: performing for for you? So, it is... It, it That's a... a, a to answer the question you have to like look at the nuance you do have to realize like it's still in a closed beta and it's absolutely being stress tested as part of this closed beta um I believe it's been running about in the neighborhood of 180 000 to 200,000 players and now they've broken to 200,000 um concurrently several times so far so one of the the nuances with all this is like they are stress testing the game and I don't believe they were anticipating as many people playing the closed beta as have, because if you look at the new World Twitter, they're constantly like, "Here's a new server. Here's a new server. They've added half a dozen new servers to South America <laughs> since in the last week. So there's a lot of stress testing happening. Um, there are some bugs. There are some issues. But I would say at its core, the game's exceptional, and the server performance, I really believe that on launch we're going to, re- to see like the full um, what's the word I want here We're going to see the full power of AWS and their ability to host absolutely monumental projects um, very well. One of the coolest things about uh, Amazon Web Services is New World touts that it's doing a lot of the processing on the server side, more, much more so than, you know, with other games they're they're claiming to do a lot of the processing and a lot of the comp- computing on the server side to do a couple things. One, reduce the, the pressure and the performance drain on your own PC, but also to synchronize the experience with other players. And I would say that, for the most part, has been very smooth. I, I was about 50, 60 hours into the beta before I saw a single player like blip across the screen, even a little bit. You know, like one of those like obvious tells of, you know, he's desynced or whatever else. And with doing a lot of PvP, a lot of PvE, I would say I give it where it's currently at. If 10 is, like, perfect, I'd put it at, like, a 7 or 8 out of 10, just in terms of, like, overall performance, in terms of, like, the servers. Um, service stability's been pretty good. There was... They've had issues, and so, like, each day there's kind of like, oh, there's this issue to deal with. Like, one day there was the invisible dead trees. (laughs) You know? However, um, on the whole, I'm really happy with it. And I think it's going to be... I think it's going to herald a new kind of MMO because the idea of playing an MMO with your friends across the big river, you know, it, that ability to like play with friends in a more immersive environment with minimal ping issues, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Like I think the overall the ping difference between myself and folks in Europe, in like Western Europe, is about a hundred to hundred and fifty. The ping difference that's not bad, that's manageable, and the servers make it pretty reasonable. I know one of my friends from Germany that I've been playing with on uh, US East said like certain things are challenging, like getting perfect parries is o- is often challenging. It's a little easier to like step out of the way than try to parry an attack, but still manageable. So. I think that's cool.
0: Yeah. So, real quick, some technical specifications. Then I do want to mention one thing that uh, has been um, reported on when in in regards to New World. So, uh, some minimum specs. If you guys are interested, if Baz has sold you on the game, requires a 64-bit processor and operating system, Windows 10. Specifically, uh, with uh, processor, an Intel Core i5 2400 or an AMD CPU with four physical cores at three gigahertz, eight gigs of RAM, an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 60, uh, I'm sorry, 670, two gigabytes, or an AMD Radeon R9 280 or better. Uh, it runs DirectX 12. You need a broadband internet connection, 35 gigs of available space, and, uh, it offers in-game purchases. Um there has been reports of New World um frying some cards. I don't know all the specifics. It's it's been breaking 3090s.
2: Yep, um 3090s. EVGA 3090s. only in 3090s. Like the
1: lobby though.
2: Yeah.
1: And and specifically the EVGA. Apparently um the uh in the lobby it's not capping the frame rate for the for that specific card Um uh, so the card is going like buck wild and overheating and then eventually like melting hundreds of thousands
2: of rpms yeah <laughs> yeah melting the soldering
1: and essentially breaking a brand new 3090 that costs over two grand so big yeah over.
0: so but
2: yeah, yeah like, I did a bunch, a bunch of reading about that. Um, so, New World, immediately, almost immediately, like they rolled out uh, a the game itself caps you at 60 frames, Like if you don't have any other settings in place. Because, as far as I understand, and, and I've done some reading on this, it seems that it's actually more of an issue with the EVGA 3090s than the game itself. Um, the yeah, I, I I can actually post some things about that. The, basically, it was a defect with the card itself, which is why EVGA has announced they're going to, like, replace any 3090s that get wrecked by the game. Um, so that was an issue for, like, the first—I think it was really just an issue on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty wild. Apparently, it was, like, a little—more or less a defect with the the 3090s themselves, where under very specific situations, they would just go for go for broke and they like go for the zoomy zooms yeah like i i saw i've seen some screenshots of like hundreds of thousands of rpms on, on those things it's wild like,
1: i'm going fast as fuck boy oh now i'm having
2: a heart <laughs> attack i'm dying yep yeah call an ambulance oh for me <laughs> yeah But I, I would say on the whole even in terms of being a closed beta with a lot of perf- with a lot of stress testing in- intentional or not i would say the game held up really well on on the scope of things so you have occasional issues um Especially related to, uh, I think the biggest issues have just been more like server issues with related to as like a ton of people doing a ton of things at the same time, much more than intended. But overall, thumbs up.
0: Yeah. So how much is this game going to cost? 40 bucks. 40 bucks? It's
2: buy to play. It doesn't have a subscription model. And we're all... Suspecting that they're going the monetization over time is going to be in the form of DLCs for new regions.
0: Mm. Gotcha.
2: So, like, they've added, I want to say, three new regions since when I played in alpha last year or about a year ago. And we're get, suspecting that they're going to continue rolling out more like end game DLCs for, for new islands or new areas. Gotcha.
0: And so, you think as it stands right now with the beta and the way things are going, it's going to
2: be worth that $40? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I, I'm not a big fan of the subscription model. I really like the idea of buying a game to you know paying to buy a game and play it. I, I'm not big on the subscription model, and I think I think this model is excellent. So,
1: I'm actually really glad for that because like everything, everything is moving to like that subscription-esque battle pass style. Yep. Um, and like even like RuneScape and and World of Warcraft were folly of that, just like. You no, know, with with uh World of Warcraft, I think it was like fifteen dollars a month to play. Fifteen, yep. And then RuneScape, the additional membership was like five ninety nine a month. Uh but they did have the free to play version, which like I get it. Like companies still need to make money, but like subscription based is like there's no cap. You know, as long as you play it, you're paying for it. Yeah. Whereas like I would prefer to just buy the game straight out and then play the game.
2: I can't, I really, I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of, of MMOs that don't involve, that I've played that don't involve a subscription model, right? Like Albion Online, you have to have the, the, the premium subscription, really. Yeah. ESO, basically the same thing. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, well, World of Warcraft, SWOTAR, those are all subscription-based games.
0: Yeah. Well, with ESO, you have to buy the game
2: first, and then there's an additional subscription hmm. model. And the sub- subscription model is nearly mandatory because of the experience gain it gives you. Yeah. Now, Final Fantasy does have a, a, I believe it's up to 60 now that you can play. I think you can level a character up to 60 without paying for it, and then you need to pay for it, which is a cool system. But, I mean, it still comes down to the people that really play the game have to pay for it. Um, a subscription model. Yeah. So,
0: So okay, so you think this game is worth it when it, when it comes out? 100%, yeah. When it, when it comes out for the full version, you think people should definitely take a serious look at this?
2: It comes out in about 32 days, 31, 32 days, mm. August 30th or August 31st, depending on where you're at. And yeah, it's, that's the, that's the game. Like the, that, when it releases in August, like that's, that's I'll probably play the occasional game of Hunt Showdown with some friends. You know, I have a couple friends that you guys probably wouldn't know, Um named Green Elite and Danny K. will probably play some Hunt Showdown with them occasionally, but for me, it's it's going to be New World or Bust for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah. It, it, well, funny that you mentioned Hunt Showdown. They just released a new map. Did they?
1: Well, I do have a question, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes, I did, yes. I did have a question. I did okay. have one, one, one solitary question. Do you think New World, being an Amazon Studio project, do you think it would, at this point... Uh, Amazon Studios has been redeemed from their previous failure from Crucible. Like, does this game do that for you?
2: Yes, hundred percent. The one thing that the one thing that kind of gets me with video games, just in general, video game culture in general, is everyone rees as hard as possible right now over the littlest things, and I don't understand why. Because it's like everyone complains, like, "Oh man, I'm stuck playing Skyrim," and like, there's there aren't any good games, and then a new game comes out. And people will jump on the flaws of that game. And it's like they're trying as hard as possible to make a self-fulfilling prophecy where they're stuck playing Skyrim, right? So, I don't understand that. But I, overall, yes. The game is not perfect. It's got things they're working through. I mean, we're still in close beta. Um, like, there's some balanced things. Like, there are a few weapons. I'm like, that weapon's busted. Or this weapon's too weak. Or, you know, this thing is a bug, a known bug, or whatever else. But uh, well, yes, 100%. I, uh, I I, said it, I've been saying this for years now, ever since really knowing that Amazon was making New World, which it's been quite a few years now. Amazon has the money to do it right. And I, I said this, I've been saying this for a long time. As long as they invested in it and went hard, I believe they were going to do it right. And so far, I feel like that assessment's held. I do have
1: to say, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're actually releasing the game uh unlike you know like escape from tarkov or uh other games where it's like it's been in
0: beta for years
2: development hell but people are playing through development hell yeah Yeah,
0: (laughs) perpetually early access early access is one of those terms that i fucking hate
1: because i think dead by daylight is still technically early access it is uh
2: killing floor 2 is still early access wait is it really yes You're kidding me. They haven't released that? That game's been out for, what, five years? Uh, Six years. Six years. Oh, my goodness. That's insane. It was That's one of the first
0: release. games I bought on PC. When Seven I built... Days to
2: Die is still... <laughs> it hasn't right? released yet.
0: So, like, which is why I like the term live service, right? It's a live service game. Like, we'll continue working on on the game. We'll, you know, you can play it in development or whatever. Early access implies that it's a... Uh, a An unfinished product, but they'll still charge you money for it, Mm -hmm. right? Just as much, usually. Yeah, just as much, right? And they're still going to charge you like forty dollars for the fucking game. That, and a lot of times, like early access products are like subpar. Live service is a better way to say it. Like we, I will, I will give credit where credit is due. That Killing Floor Two is not a complete and utter trash heap, right? Right, right. It's not bad.
1: Disagreeing. It looks like shit. (laughs) i saw you play that game i saw you play that game once so i'm like no this looks like shit wait really so you haven't played killing floor 2 i have not played it i do not care to play it like it it's i'm i can tell it i'm not a fan
0: it's i will just say killing floor 2 for any more than an extended period of time is boring as fuck because they don't add that much content to it
2: yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Like
0: they don't add that many new weapons. I'm trying to think of the last time they actually added weapons. They don't add that many new mobs. They don't. Uh, they've added one boss since the start of the game. King Slime. I, I maybe two. To clarify. I no, they've added clarify. two because
2: they added the the girl or whatever. The matriarch. Yep, she's new, or newer yeah. than do. New.
1: I have to clarify that I don't think the game itself looks bad, like graphically. I think it looks stupid.
0: And
1: it's it the boring to play. The gameplay is that's unappealing. Just my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: it, the gameplay is very unappealing, and that that that's just my personal opinion. There's people that I'm sure fucking absolutely love that game. Me, it just doesn't look like seeing someone else play it. It's like you know, that doesn't look like I would
0: enjoy myself. Yeah. So, but so point point being hardly any content, hardly any work done on the game over six years. Still early access. You ever going to fucking release it? Tripwire is killing for two ever. I hate I hate the term early access. It, it is the it is the dumbest term. It also just gives devs an
2: excuse for for bullshit. It's still an early I, access title. I'm afraid that's I'm afraid that's true. Like, yeah. uh, one of the greatest examples, in my opinion, of all the things that go right and wrong with early access is Ark Survival Evolved. And there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack. But I am, I agree with you. I am glad that Amazon is committing to releasing the game finally after years. And I'm glad they're not. I'm glad they're not doing. There's a couple wrong ways to go about it. One of them is just to sh- push out a prod, a project that's absolutely not ready, and say it's ready and without naming games we've absolutely seen projects like that where the game was not ready to come out but they released it anyways cuz they felt pressure to do that and those games usually just are trash like cyberpunk you know it's what i mean like
1: the first two dlc's of destiny under yeah, destiny. yeah
2: yeah yeah yep yep um and and so that's one wrong way to do it and another wrong way to do it in my opinion is to go the early access route for them for most games. Because then what I've noticed is it feels like it's instead of the, the I feel like the emphasis goes into more of like damage mitigation or damage control than rather making the game. Because then you've got people in the game playing it and you're trying to constantly fix all the issues they're encountering rather than actually making the game um, and forging a path forward. So yeah. Uh, I'm really excited that they're actually rolling the game out, committing to releasing the game, and then they're saying we're just going to hit it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna work on it after it's released. So I think that's the right approach.
0: Yeah. So all right, we, we <laughs> that that tangent aside, let's talk uh, Hunt Showdown, and then we have. Uh, I'm just looking at our time here, and I, I just want to keep us rolling here. So let's uh, talk about the new Hunt Showdown map, Desal.
2: I think that's how you pronounce it. I I'm, I was terrified about that part of it because I don't... I don't know. I still don't know how to say, like, the Lamat pistol. LeMay? LeMau? LeMatte? LeMatte? Matt LeBlanc? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a pistol. It's a revolver shotgun that I absolutely love, and I have for years. Like, I've known pistol. about this thing for years. But what? Pistol. how do you say boom, the name?
0: Boom. <laughs> so... Obviously, I mean, I made it well known that I have had an addiction to Hunt Showdown for a little while now. Um, I am new to the train, new to the Hunt Showdown train. uh, And I didn't realize that this is the first new map in like two years, something like that, in quite a while. Maybe a year and a half-ish. A year and a half-ish. Two years, they, yeah.
1: They also updated the lobby. They, oh, they, they did? Yeah, they Wrangling. did do a... Thankfully, they didn't change the soundtrack.
2: Oh, yeah. If they changed the soundtrack, I would have uh, tried to refund the game after, like, 200 hours.
0: (laughs) So, this is the third map. It's joining uh, Stillwater Bayou and Lawson Delta as hunting grounds. Um, Some notable features of the map is a prison called Pelican Island Prison, which, by the way, Alcatraz means pelican. I learned that from Ben Kissel. Um, there's a church, there's a coal mine, there's a train station and an old town complete with homes and a saloon for, and there's also several, uh, other notable locations. Um, so the, the, the map itself is named after the town location. So there's an upper DeSalle and a lower DeSalle. Um, the map comes with a new grunt. Which is a uh, miner with a helmet, so he's got like an old timey like miner's helmet with like a candle in it or like a lamp or whatever in the like in the front. A, like a
1: legitimate, yeah, like a legitimate like lamp on the top that mm-hmm. is on fire, which you know is smart when going down to a into a coal mine that you know natural gases. Coal oh
2: it. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's how they sure. did it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's why they also took canaries with them. So why they also died a lot. <laughs> uh,
1: canaries were more for digging wells, though.
0: Well, I, I thought it was like the canary in the coal mine was always like, you took a canary down, and if the canary died, you knew there was natural gas there, so yeah. you had to, like, leave before yeah, you suffocated or before you set something on fire.
2: Yeah, the whole, like, the whole, I guess, meme of sorts is, like, that the canary was more susceptible to, like, natural gases and things like that. So, yeah, more sensitive to that. So if there was more poisonous, we'll say poisonous air, bad air, not good air, not cash money air. The canary would just croak. <laughs> and you'd it be hurts like, "Oh shit. I
0: breathe.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh,
0: and I think it was, I'd also assume that it's like, oh yeah, the canary died. Like, let's not turn on a
2: fucking candle. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you didn't have a candle on, you wouldn't see if the canary died, so. True. Um. I mean,
1: but the characters have electric lamps.
2: So
0: anyways, the uh, the new grunts come with helmets that can um, set you on fire. Like I have like hit them and like somehow got myself caught on fire <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> by hitting these
2: guys. That's why you have to reach out and kiss them with like the silence Nagant pistol. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can burn all they want. Um This map has a
0: lot less water than the other two. Thankfully. Thank um, God. So you're not constantly swimming, which is great. Not constantly fighting water devils. <laughs> True. Um, but it does feature a more dynamic range of uh verticality. Certain areas do require a little bit more thought in uh, traversing, um, which makes firefights that much more intense at those locations. So like there's like a coal mine with like there's some like hills and cliffs and you know, there's um like, the buildings themselves have, like, a little bit more verticality. Like, there's, like, a, like conveyor belts and stuff that, like, go up at angles. And uh, the whole thing feels a little bit more like a monkey gym in a way where you're kind of... Pri- go the ahead. prison itself is, like,
1: elevated as well. Like yeah. On cliffs. It's it's almost like, you know, like you're going to Alcatraz. Like, there, yeah. there there's one side that is literally it's a cliff and you can either go around or use a lift to go up and down which mm-hmm. the lift is noisy and terrifying slow or you could fall to your death i mean
0: yeah, yeah right
1: i got a sweet a three piece there so <laughs>
0: uh-huh. um so yeah a little bit more verticality which makes firefights more intense uh, it makes like running around and like trying to get angles is is more intense uh in those locations um the sal both the upper and lower itself is also really fun very old west feeling like it very much feels like like shootouts like you're like at the okay corral or like you're you your uh billy the kid or you know the sundance kid or butch cassidy uh, you're robbing holiday. the zombie
2: bank what's that you're robbing the zombie ho- the zombie the zombie bank
0: the zombie bank
2: yeah <laughs> um I swear every time
1: we go into that, into that town too I'm like I'll be I'll be a huckleberry. I'll be a huckleberry. So I swear it feels like Tombstone. Like
0: we constantly like you you get into Upper LaSalle and it's almost guaranteed there's a fight. Yeah. Every time. And um,
1: a lot of the bosses spawn at like the the big building there too.
0: Yeah. That's like the most common this spot I think for bosses to spawn in Upper LaSalle's in the is like in the saloon. Um so my final thoughts on it. I'm gonna keep my. I'm gonna keep the rest of this uh, brief. I like it. I think it's a good addition. Um, the update didn't come with any new bosses or weapons, but I really don't think at this point they're needed. Um, I'm still pretty new to the game, so veteran players might disagree with me, but I don't think it needed it. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Green. I'll I'll route back to you.
1: The only thing I really wanted to mention is it almost feels like there is like a little bit of a difference like with the actual ads like uh it almost feels tougher to kill hive and dogs
2: now did they actually did they actually rebalance them?
1: I don't know they might have yeah we're we're not sure but I like, go ahead go ahead. I was gonna say like usually like I can with a knife I can usually hit one hit a, a hive pre update. Now it takes, like, two or three.
2: And then the dogs
1: are a lot harder to hit when they're they're actually in that jump phase. They're a lot harder to hit.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't played since the new map came out because the new map came out in the neighborhood of when New World came out, and uh, I've been obsessed. But I've watched a good bit, like, when I haven't been playing and streaming New World, and I I really think the map's a a cool addition. Like, it's, it's neat. The hunt is so deeply defined by like the playground you're set out in and this gives much more of like a cqb-esque sort of vibe because a lot of the fights that i'm seeing break out are actually happening more like in a town whereas before like if you wanted a in a town fight you're basically looking at a fight around um the church whatever you call it um and so it's cool i think i think that's a cool addition like it's a very different vibe I, I know they introduced DeSalle as more of a sniper haven, but I'm actually seeing way less sniping happening on the map from what I'm like what I'm seeing in, in streams. I'm seeing a lot more like mid range pistols, rifles, shotguns fights. And I, I think that's that's really refreshing.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe this as like a sniper's haven. Um and to Green's point, yeah, I think there there's something with the dogs. They're what are they called? Like bloodhounds? Is that what they call them in Hel- the game? Hellhounds. Hellhounds. Um there's something with them I, it almost feels like hit registration is is weird. I think Danny's just mad cuz I keep killing him. True well that's the thing is there was like a couple games in a row where dogs like kept just fucking me up and I have always had problems with dogs in uh in Hunt but never to that degree. Never to where it would like I would visibly see the knife Hit where the hitbox should be, and not get a hit re- hit mark on them. Interesting. Yeah, went for
2: the head with the with the heavy on a knife. Yep.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: Very weird. Very. weird. I'll have weird. to science that after Tuesday when the new world beta is over.
0: I'll have to, I'll go back to hunt. So, uh, Baz, did you have any other questions or thoughts on on
2: on the ma- new map? On, on hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the new map is. A really good addition it adds a lot of the the things that the game needs I haven't seen a lot of the the new hunter and the new bow so I just can't comment on it Um, but I think the new map is awesome and I think yeah I'm really looking forward to getting into that on Wednesday when the beta goes away
0: yeah I do want to add one thing that I did not mention I think this is actually pretty important Um, so the other two maps have very similar palettes they don't really look that different in terms yep. of, like, they both look summery and hot and sweltering and swampy, like, gross. This looks a little bit more like it's set, like, in the autumn. The leaves and foliage are brown and orange. Um, things look a little bit more dry and less sweltery, right? Like, it doesn't have that, like... It doesn't give me swamp-ass looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like, it doesn't look... It doesn't look as hot in putrid um, as the other maps, which is a nice addition, right? Because it's like you look at the other, you look at the two other maps, and they're not very different. Like when you load into those maps, you don't. I I would argue you don't know the difference until you actually pull up the map tab.
2: Right? That's just because you're new to the game, but okay.
0: <laughs> at first like, glance. Like,
2: I, Okay, I, I would say if you have like just a few hours in the game, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree to that. That's fair. The maps are different, but they're much more similar than they have much more and similar than anything in common with a new map.
0: Yeah, like they the the the, the color palettes and the way they look are more similar yeah, than yeah, the that's, south. that's a
2: that's a fair assessment for sure.
0: So that's just something I want to add. I think that's refreshing. I think it's kinda of nice. Um yeah, overall I've been enjoying it. Uh any other thoughts, questions, opinions? No sir.
2: All right. Look. I am excited about the MMR stuff. Uh, the visible MMR change they made. Oh That's yeah. Neat.
0: That's uh, the matchmaking stuff, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It used to be. It was used to be a like a compartmentalized system where you never knew skill-wise where you matched up to other players, mm-hmm. except for it had the arrow system. So you know, two arrows this way, like going both back and forth, meant you were more or less similar to that player. Arrows up, arrows down, you know, indicated whether they were better than you or worse. Now you actually get a much more advanced MMR system. That's cool. Gotcha.
0: Um, All right, with that, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. We have the Freedom Phone, and then we have to talk Activision Blizzard uh, right after the break. Guys, we'll be back in two minutes. Be right back. And we are back. Thank you guys for allowing us to take that break. We appreciate you. Green. Yeah. Get in your set corner. That was way too enthusiastic. All you, baby boo.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. All right, so we're going to be talking about the freedom uh, phone. Yeah, the freedom phone, okay? So, uh, oh, boy, do you like freedom? Do you sit on your front porch every morning, sipping on some hot coffee, stark naked, listening to Leonard Skinner's Freebird while a bald eagle flies over you? Then this phone... Is for you, okay? <clears throat> for real, though, Bitcoin millionaire Eric Finman-backed Freedom Phone was announced a little while ago, which toasts an o- an OS called Freedom OS. Uh, and they are saying it has an uncensored free speech and privacy-focused app store called App. Okay? Quoted directly from the website, we want to create a future where free communication is not banned by big tech. We want to bring back free speech forever. Yeah. Uh, Specs are as follows it is a 6.088 inch HD display, 8 megapixel front facing camera, a 13 plus 2 plus 2 megapixel rear facing camera, a 720 by 1560 pixel display resolution. gigahertz, eight-core CPU, four gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of onboard storage, and it's expendable up to expandable, I should say, up to 256 gigs via microSD. No confirmation on a battery size. They didn't include that on the specs on the website. Uh, They, I do have to commend them though for keeping the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. You know that you know all the big phones have (laughs) gone away with. Uh so you know fortunately for me I switched to Bluetooth because there's no way in hell I'd get this phone. Uh uh their pricing is set at a crisp four hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. I I do have to say one thing before we like get into the Freedom Phone. The website is very fucking basic. Very basic. Uh each feature that they have, like on the website uh, has a buy it now button with a total <laughs> of five buy it now buttons so like it talks about security and, and privacy then a buy it now button and then the app store and all these uncensored apps a buy it now button comes preloaded with unbiased news sources and other essential apps buy it now button so yeah, it's it's an interesting website. They really want you to buy it. Um I do Can, have to say the phone. You know, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: So uh, I saw your note here about the website and it's, I decided to look it up. It is currently down. Oh, it's down. Okay. I yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to look at the website and it is down. I am so fucking mad. <laughs>
1: Continue. They added They added the spec button on Monday. But they didn't include like one of the biggest things with cell phones is battery, battery size
2: battery life um
1: also like with with current phones like the iphone and samsung um you have fast charging this phone does not um it does not have wireless charging um it does not have 5g it it does not state if it will ever get 5g um which right now for me isn't like a big topic but like moving into the future you know which they're toting we're looking for the future of uncensored stuff like they're not future proofing this phone at all um so yeah uh the phone itself to me almost looks like a cheap chinese phone with a brand sticker on it and an an operating system change that's about it
0: uh cnet is comparing it to the 200 hundred dollar moto g play or the 250 moto g power
2: yeah uh so. Well, yeah, according to CNET, that phone is actually just a rebranded uh, Umi Diggy A9 Pro. Like, okay. that. Like they, they've I actually tracked it. down, they've actually, like, nailed down the exact model of phone it actually is, like, who makes it. Um, and th- it's sold by a Chinese firm for about $119 wholesale.
1: Which is not only a huge markup, like, I don't foresee, like, an OS, like, covering that price spread. Well, for I want to talk about the OS.
2: When you get when we can. like no, free rate, go ahead. How, yeah. how much do any of us know about this actual OS? And I, I have questions here because I've substanti, at least to a, to a point, substantial concerns about this OS. Like, what do we know about this OS? And how is it actually different than Android? It's very Be- vague. Yeah, because, because they, they tout it as something that is absolutely out from the thumb of big tech. But so, for all intents and purposes, this is just a slightly modified Android OS. Is it,
0: can we verify that it's Android or can, is it Linux?
2: Well, I'm not sure. I've read articles that said it's it's literally just a slightly ad, uh, adjusted Android. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. You know, it, it kind of depends on, the, the thing, problem with this is we don't know a lot about it. Yeah. And so you read an article and you've got a bunch of experts looking at it and they go, oh, it's a duck. Well, I don't know, you know. <laughs>
1: and one thing that i've noticed like with the pictures of like what the os looks like it almost looks like a uh like a jitterbug oh, style god. like almost like oh god poorly designed uh, style like i you can just tell like the difference in quality between like a samsung galaxy note like the os and then getting like their samsung's like cheaper a20s or whatever they're called Mm -hmm, sure like you can just tell like the the design and depth of each of the the icons and stuff like that is just different Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: and this this phone is no exception it it looks like it's cheap i think one of the, the i have so many concerns about this like this this is this reminds me a lot of like the like one of you like We've all had, like, early Tinder matches or something. Like, one of the first people that you swiped right on. And if they just, by some, like, stroke of misfortune, they also swiped right on you. and Like, you get your first match. Like, and, you know, like, that relationship has more, like, red flags than, you know, sports. But, um, the uncensorable web store, or the web, the app store, really concerns me. The Biggest thing with, like, any mobile operating system, in my opinion, is security because it's really, really profoundly, tremendously easy to make something that can go haywire on someone's phone and log everything, steal everything, take, take them for all their money. Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable at all with the information we know about, like, this, this Freedom OS or this App Store because... I don't know, man. How do you have an uncensored app store, but also verify that everything that's being put on there is safe and isn't feel, loaded up?
1: I feel like the biggest like market for this, like the
2: people that are gonna buy this, are like the people. Boos.
1: Yeah, like the people who are like conservative Republican, um, uh, that are like, uh, oh, what's that group? QAnon, and then that. <laughs> oh, what's it? What, what was that? Facebook. Uh, copy that was like
2: uh oh uh, anti parlor? parlor parlor yes yeah. exactly like p- the parlor slash gab group yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: I feel like those are the people that are gonna be like oh it's got an American flag on it hell yeah brother yeah and fuck we'll you just patriots be- you just the unlocked the- a
0: memory with gab
1: the app Ooh, store when that came
0: out.
1: the app store is literally called Patriot. so. Which is ironic, that's... with like how much fl- how many flags and stuff this thing is toting, like their whole market is like the U.S. flag, and it's a Chinese phone.
2: Yeah, well, to be fair, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of politics there, but yeah, <laughs> that's not
1: you a know, big you know, surprise. You know, <laughs> you know, like for someone who uh, for a, a group that is like hard pushing like the U.S.A. sale, you know, like, oh yeah, the U.S.A. stamp, I would like. I would be more inclined to see it actually made in the U.S.
2: Yeah, I mean, you would you know? expect it to be made Exactly. In
1: the US. Whereas, like, they, I feel like they have it in China, but not only because it's cheap, but because they think they're going to sell a shitload of these.
2: Right. So those, those are the two supply. biggest
1: things of, like, Chinese products is, like, they're cheap, and you can get them in large quantity. And I, I don't think they're going to sell that many of these, to be honest.
2: I really want to, I want to watch this whole situation unfold because my hot take, my prediction is that this is going to be a literal minefield of security issues and also potentially legal issues because distributing like, um, intellectual property, like can get really tricky in terms of legality and the whole uncensorable thing just terrifies me and like, there's going to be some bad shit. That comes out of this, I think. Um, we'll see, but I, I, I think it's like amazing. Like, yeah, the concept of selling boomers the the like the worst phone for them like in terms of I security.
1: Could, I could see more than just boomers buying this too, though. Like, yeah. I could see like, you know, the what's it, the alt right movement. Mm-hmm. Fair. I mean, these, yeah, the parlor like, gab
2: group. Right. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, like the, like the heavy, racial. You know the, the, those people. Yeah,
0: because okay. this is going to yeah. give them access to the their forums on their phones without having to go through a bunch of rigmarole. Um,
2: but the
1: thing is, like, the data is still going to pass through the, whichever carrier that put the SIM card. Mm-hmm. In. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I think the data is going to pass through a lot of hands with that phone. Oh, it might. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like, with most phones, you... in the back
1: just <laughs> rubbing their hands together. Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, I, all I'm saying is like you know when you think of like phone security, you want to think like that, like that, the Windows Defender, like the brick wall. I I see this one as being a colander. <laughs> uh it just leaks all your data
0: like a sieve. Oh yeah, just, uh, <laughs> it, it lets it all go, man. Yeah, it's a showerhead. Just like real quick, I, I I do have a few points I want to make about like uh what you should look for because there are a few privacy focused. Uh, phones out there um if you're looking at a privacy focused phone first off you want to make sure that you can turn the antenna off that there's a hard wire to the cellular antenna that you can turn off um there's also supposed to be like a lot of them will have hard um hard switches for turning off microphones and cameras so that you can essentially turn the phone into nothing but an iPod and a lot of those privacy focused phones are, are within this price range and also run Linux running Android is not a privacy feature whatsoever. (laughs) And if that's what this thing is running, (laughs) whoo. Yeah. It's not uncensorable at that point. Uh, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Also, the some of it is also it, it's funny because it's just like, oh yeah, they're just allowing anything to run on on the app store, which yeah is gonna have some major security problems, but uh, and controversial problems. Like, what yeah. if like an app developer
1: makes like yeah uh, the words we can't say on yeah on Touch, yeah like
0: those yes. Those that's the pictures. problematic stuff yeah you know, that's what i'm like, saying well what that's i was gonna really make problematic what i was gonna mention was parlor was supposed to be you know uh, a free speech zone but they started oh banning God. pornography pretty fucking quick yeah that, that okay, that's exactly <laughs> it so
2: this is this is why i'm curious right like unsen- oh, unsensible is a lie so where does the line actually go right i want to see where that 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 I, I, I just want to watch I'm watching this with great interest
1: you know how ironic it would be if someone made like an app for this phone that was like just them shit talking the phone like it was just an, a news app that's just shit talking freedom phone and then they they kick it off the app store that'd be hilarious Cause I Cause but like okay like that like, point it would not be it would not be free speech uncensorable
2: it, it, yeah like like a, just an app the most liberal way to be. like <laughs> I See how long it lasts? I have an app idea for this. All caps are bastards?
0: Ooh. I have two app ideas for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's an app that only features gay, interracial, communist pornography. That's all it is. All it is. It is gay... <laughs> interracial communist pornography That's all this happens it 24
2: 7 it runs in the
0: background it exactly freedom never <laughs> sleeps
2: baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can also like set up like gay marriage like scheduling and stuff on it too like oh that'd be great yeah,
2: yeah, yeah you can get like married to your oh man i yeah so... you can
1: also throw your wedding registry on there boom
2: yeah. Freedom never sleeps, baby. Freedom never sleeps. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just so excited to see what happens with this freedom phone. Like it's this is be a fucking yeah. train
1: wreck. I, like you hear, you heard it here first. It's gonna be a fucking absolute train wreck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: If this isn't a money grab by someone who claims to be a
2: Bitcoin millionaire, Bitcoin millionaire, right? Yeah. But the not, cool like, thing is, like, it can be all of the above. Right. It it can yeah. be a train wreck. It can be, you know, a, a money grab. It can be a way for grandma to lose all of her money. Like it can be everything. Like it it's. <sighs> like, we are privileged is... to live in a day like this.
1: My my biggest thing is like, what do you what do people who are rich want most
0: to
2: get to richer. waste their money, you know? <laughs> to, yeah, so, to get richer.
1: Exactly. So like, I could see like. You know, the this guy, like, you know, cashed in his Bitcoin back when it was $8,000 versus, you know, $60,000. So, he you know, he has a lot of money, but he's pissed that he doesn't have a lot more money than he could have. Also spent way too much money on hookers and blow. And it's like, hey, I'm going to back this company, uh, make these phones, sell them quick, even though they're absolute shit cans and make more money boom I can see it, it is it's, it could be just a, a huge gimmick because all I'm saying free it, is free publicity
2: it, it, there is no greater kind of moral authority than a self-proclaimed bit Bitcoin millionaire It's just true, yeah, so he releases a phone, and he tells you you know he makes big promises. I mean, why would you not trust him? The man made his millions American off of Bitcoin flag on it. Yeah, exactly. The ultimate, like two of the ultimate, you know, moral authorities: American flags and Bitcoin millionaires. Yeah, not my stomach hurts. We should talk about Blizzard.
0: Yeah, i i didn't want to I didn't want to bring us down, but let's talk about this. So, unfortunately, tonight we have to talk about a very serious issue regarding Activision Blizzard. In this lawsuit that is being filed alleging that female employees have been subjugated to consistent sexual harassment in what has been deemed a pervasive frat boy boy culture by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, who has been investigating claims of discrimination and failure to prevent harassment and retaliation by Activision Blizzard for two years. Um, So let's get into the claims that are being made. Uh, I will... I will say that there is a uh, lot of discussion here about sexual harassment and um, and some other disgusting behavior. So uh, apparently, there has been workplace drunkenness called "cube crawls," where male employees would get drunk and then go to female employees' cubicles. Yikes! Yikes! um apparently they're they're being accused of discriminating against women for promotions because quote they might become pregnant uh which i think is the most mild thing on the list here i think that i think that's one of the most mild things on the list uh women have been kicked out of lactation rooms so male colleagues could use them for meetings the world of warcraft team specifically had male colleagues openly hit on women make comments about sexual assault and engage in other demeaning behaviors uh, I think one of the most disgusting points that the lawsuit points to was a particular employee who took her lo- her own life while on a company trip with her male supervisor. She had been subjected to intense sexual harassment that included having intimate photos of herself passed around at a holiday party. And that supervisor I mentioned, apparently they were having a sexual relationship. And I haven't found any re- reports, but I don't know if it's quid pro quo or not. I haven't been able to verify that. Um, Activision Blizzard has been on uh, who itself has been on the offensive, although not quite united. Uh, did have this to say about the the lawsuit? "Quote: We are sickened by the reprehensible conduct of the DFEH to drag into the complaint of the tragic suicide of an employee whose passing has no bearing whatsoever on this case, with no regard to with for her grieving family." It is this type of irresponsible behavior from unaccountable state bureaucrats that are driving many of the state's best businesses out of california i i want to take a moment to compose myself because excuse me fucking excuse me blizzard activision blizzard did you just turn a suicide of one of your employees into a rhetorical bludgeon against the state of California? Right, let that sink in. They turned an employee's suicide into a rhetorical bludgeon against the state of California. Absolutely fucking disgusting. And whoever, if it was an executive, pr person or a fucking intern wrote that they need to either a they need to go back to fucking school or they need to be fired or both that's not how you do pr that's not how you be a decent human being fuck whoever wrote that right the proper response right activision blizzard let me write you a proper response would be, we understand that there are many decisions in which that, or there were any factors for, that, for the tragic passing of a former employee. We do not believe that the, our work environment was at, at fault. That's it. You would still probably be wrong. Let's be fucking clear about that. You'd probably be wrong. But you don't turn her death into a political rhetorical bludgeon against the state of California because they're now filing a lawsuit against you. Fuck you so outside of that particular statement (laughs) because i'm going to continue i'm sorry uh i I, i'll I'll get more of this out you guys can interrupt me at any point um so uh, so real quick someone's saying that was an activision employee different branch activision blizzard are the same company the investigation is across activision blizzard as a whole uh they've actually also mentioned king in regards to this, um, I think a lot of the focus has been on Blizzard, but I think it's it's across the entire company, uh, especially after the merger. Activision Blizzard is the is the official name of the company. Uh, they're they're all one thing.
1: They're all they're all under the same hat, regardless of yeah you know, name or office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, locations. It's if you're if you're owned by one, then you're you are one.
0: Um,
2: so they got married.
0: Yeah, they yeah. Um, outside of this particular statement, I do want to go over the response from other Activision Blizzard execs uh, and former execs. Um, they they there have been a lot, and and they paint a wide there's a wide spectrum of responses to which I
2: find is interesting.
0: Yeah, so the first one is kind of like their blanket one. Mm-hmm. Quote: We value the diversity in the, and strive to to foster a workplace that offers inclusivity for everyone. There is no place in our company or industry or any industry for sexual misconduct or harassment of any kind. We take every allegation seriously and investigate all claims. In cases related to misconduct, action was taken to address the issue. The DEFH includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. We have been extremely cooperative with the DFEH throughout their investigation, including providing them with extensive data and ample documentation. But they refused to inform us what issues they perceived. The workplace the DFEH paints is not the blizzard workplace of today. Not the blizzard workplace of today. Was it the blizzard workplace of five years ago? Ten years ago? Twenty years ago? Five minutes ago? Five minutes ago? If it (laughs) wasn't properly rectified... If it wasn't properly rectified when it fucking happened, then it is still the workplace of today.
2: Get a little should, bit of like that yeah, Baptist been... preacher in there in that in that voice, standing. It never. Like you just have need to like, like little yeah. get a little more ha in there,
0: right? I'm fucking mad. Guys, hey, I, I I'll tell you why. There's there's several reasons why I'm mad and why. I mean, the the behavior on display here is absolutely disgusting. The deflection is absolutely disgusting. I don't want anyone to have to work in that environment. I also don't want to have to think about this in terms of where I'm making my purchasing decisions. I have to be an ethical consumer. And if an employer is not treating their employees correctly, I'm not going to support that developer. I'm not going to support that company as best as I can figure it. Right? if I there, there gets to be a line, but this is a pretty fucking direct line
2: so so this is where it gets really wild because I agree. I'm really big on this stuff, like ethical consumption. The tricky part about this is the game that I am full on like looking forward to right now is made by Amazon yeah, so there's there are problems. um. I do think it's a really fascinating thing and it's a good point that you're bringing up that I don't think a lot of people think about and that is it's more than just how does this game run on my PC and is this game fun? You also have to ask yourself under what conditions was this game made? Yeah. You know, because like it or lump it, you are supporting a a game studio culture when you buy a game. Mm Mm-hmm. So... And I do feel like that needs to be a part of the, become a part of the conversation.
0: Yeah. Mike Morheim. So one thing that's re- really interesting about Blizzard that I will say is they kind of had a they have a team of what I would like rock star developers, right? Like people know the names of these developers, Mike Morheim, Jeff Kaplan. You know, like these are these are like well known names. Even if you're not a Blizzard fan, right? Jeff's no longer there, right? No, he. I think he left last year.
2: He just recently left, yeah. Yeah,
0: Mike Morhem's not there. He was the co-founder. He left in twenty
2: eighteen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Right. So there's a lot of like, like the developers, like the names and faces associated to Blizzard properties, are well known. Right. Right. So, and they had reputations within the industry. So, Mike Morheim. This is what he said. I have read the full complaint against Activision Blizzard and many of the other stories. It is all very disturbing and difficult to read. I am ashamed. It feels like everything I thought I stood for has been washed away. What's worse, even more important, real people have been harmed. And some women have had terrible experiences. He later added, I knew that it was not perfect, but clearly we were far from that goal. The fact that so many women were mistreated and were not supported means we let them down. In addition, we did not succeed in making it feel safe for people to tell their truth. You, you led the company for almost 20 years. You didn't, you didn't know about this? That's odd. Josh Allen, a current employee, rebutted his statement saying it's 100% bullshit and claims over Twitter that Morheim knew what was going on in the company. Whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Jay Allen Brack, the current president, who is also listed as one of the parties who failed in taking, quote, effective remedial measures, released this statement. Quote, I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday, and I know you do too. The allegations and the hurt of the current and former employees are extremely troubling. It is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment. It takes courage to come forward and all claims brought to the company are investigated by Eternal and, when needed, External Investigators. Are we sure about that? Are, are we sure about that? Because External Investigators are finding a lot of shit here. This that, is you
2: like the X button.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am mashing X to doubt. So... It's caused this uh, story has been causing ripples, a lot of anger. Uh, with that throughout the industry, um, as of today, twenty six hundred current and former Blizzard employees signed an open letter to Blizzard leadership condemning their piss poor apology. And tomorrow, Activision Blizzard employees are
2: staging a walkout. Quite a few uh, like preparing to do that, from what I've been told.
0: Yeah. Uh I, I think last I heard was like five hundred employees.
2: I believe that number's blossomed to more.
0: Has it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. So, and I've heard it's not just the main campus, but also like all their campus and work from home. Like satellite, satellite work
2: workstations and all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh a
2: lot apparently
0: they're just going to fucking like log out. Um quote
2: <laughs> Oh go ahead, go ahead. So one question I have about all this is, is like, when you have a, a situation like this, you have like the corporate speak, and I think it's, yeah, you 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 have like you know the big execs that all have their own take on it, and you know whatever. I guess the question is, what what do what are you personally going to do about this?
0: That's a great question. Let's save that here for for a little bit. Let's table that because I do have it. (laughs) Savor it, yeah. Because I do have I do have one more quote, and then yeah, I wanted to get in get into that. Um, So this is the people who are uh, one of the organizers of the walkout said to Polygon, "quote We believe that our values as employees are not being accurately reflected in the words and actions of our leadership. They are demanding that execs quote improve conditions." For employees at the company, especially women, and in particular women of color, and transgender women, non-binary people, and other marginalized groups. They said there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of statements from past and former employees, from past and former execs, all across Activision Blizzard. We can't outline all of them. So that's what we got right now. And let's, yeah, Baz, let's go to your question. Like, what are we going to do about it? Um, and I'll be honest, there's nothing much I can say here about what I'm going to do about it because I don't buy Blizzard Activision games, really. The only Blizzard game I own is Overwatch. And I've barely played that. I think I have (laughs) 14 hours in it, maybe.
2: So you did like the tutorial in one match and you were walking around like, wow, the colors are nice.
0: Yeah, basically... Right, so it's like it's it would be hollow and disingenuous for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna boycott. But I'm certainly gonna remember this, like unless they change, unless some shit changes, some real serious shit changes here. You know, uh, I I'm gonna remember this. I don't know if I'll buy uh, a Blizzard game. You know, but again, it would be disingenuous for me to be like, I'm gonna boycott them. You know, it's. I, I I was never a fan, really. Um, I don't. I just don't have like that connection to Blizzard games that I know a lot of people do, right? Like, WoW and Diablo and Hearthstone. Like people have really deep-seated connections to those franchises. So it would just come off as to me it would be disingenuous for me to be like, yeah, I'm gonna boycott them. I don't have that deep connection, and. Like I said, I'm just going to remember this for when I'm going to make a purchasing decision. Did they make changes? Did they redeem themselves in some way? Probably not going to. I'm going to spend my money somewhere else.
2: You know, it's like... Green. Oop. Go ahead. I was going to say, Green, what's your take on that? Like, uh, how about you? Because I, uh, you, you're you a Warzone player, right?
1: Uh, not really anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, ha- I haven't played Warzone. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't played Warzone in about a month. Mm -hmm. um not you know definitely not due to this because i you know it's just coming out um but because of the game quality and stuff like that that they're not really taking care of the game um it's just not fun to play um but i would be 100 percent okay with not buying another call of duty game um my my biggest thing is like uh bungie used to be under the hat of activision Mm -hmm. and right you know they haven't really openly expressed why they wanted to split with Activision, but this may be a possible factor. You know, I I'll definitely buy another Bungie game, but I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with not paying for another Call of Duty game. I love Call of Duty. Like I, I I've always played Call of Duty. I've like, been since World of War, so. I mean, if that's, I haven't bought another Ubisoft game since what two years ago when the whole Ubisoft shit came out. So, I mean, it's not going to hurt me. I won't, I mean, unless it's like an active thing where they're like, hey, uh you know, an actual legitimate apology. And then, like, you know, if if the allegations are true, I mean, you can't, you know, innocent until proven guilty kind of thing. But, I mean, you know, finding the, the lawsuit you know, ends the way it's supposed to, then I'm fine with that. I'm not, I'm fine with not paid for another Activision Blizzard game. Never gotten to World of Warcraft either. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And real quick to the right there, there is allegations, right? They are allegations. I'm angry about the response.
1: Yeah. The, the responses are ass. Absolutely. The response they're is
0: very copy paste. Like they're very insincere. I wouldn't um, even say it's the the one regarding the the employee suicide is not copy like that is an abhorrent response <laughs> it's callous mm-hmm. as hell
2: it's yeah, it's yeah. like death it's like like, like gaslighting like and,
0: <laughs> oh my God. and they had the audacity to be like the D, the DFEH has no regard for the grieving family you just yeah. turned her death into a rhetorical bludgeon like mm-hmm like who's who has no regard for that employee's death certainly sounds yeah. like you at that point sorry I, I again derailed go ahead green no
1: no it's, it's all right no
2: you're like it's very much like a a, a an apology that's on the offensive it's pretty yeah, it's or, like, or a statement that's on the offensive yeah how
1: dare you <laughs> you know like and this is coming from someone from a former hr background like uh when i was in hr my main focus was to help the employees. So that's another big thing. Like where where was the human resources department for this? And I know big companies, big developer companies like that have human resources. They have to have it.
2: So usually like, huge HR departments too.
1: Yeah. It's like the biggest thing is like I, I hate companies and I hate I hate companies that have their HR steered directly for the the uh benefit of the company because that's not what human resources is about human resources is about helping your employees especially since you have a massive amount of employees so to like condition your human resources to look out for the best interest of the company versus the best interest of the employees is gross it's that that's why i don't buy ubisoft anymore because the human resources from them handled that completely wrong yeah instead of letting go of the the person responsible for know the sexual allegations they shuffle them around thinking that yeah. that's going to change something right when all you have is more sexual allegations from different locations like that's not how the process works if yeah. you know you have to you have to be looking out for the interest of the employee or you don't you no longer have an employee and you have a lawsuit on your hands so like wh- where where was the human resources for this
2: like how my, do you my guess is they right it yeah. was probably they, they had to definitely, be aware yeah if the, they you know, were definitely the allegations were doing the were coming corporate in. thing yeah,
1: yeah. It, that means that they were focused on the the corporate side or they ran on it yeah you know i mean it's it's happened before where you, know, you have a male human resources you know manager or executive that is in on the fun like and that shit is wrong you know
2: one thing that I find really interesting with all of this is comparing and contrasting this, like like massive, very lucrative, bloated corporate game companies, and allegations of frat boy culture and sexual misconduct and um, bigotry and prejudice against employee marginalized employees. None of this is new, right? Like we've had it from Ubisoft, we've had it from uh, like Tencent, we've had it from League, League of Legends, like at Riot. And I find this all interesting. If you look at this in like the scope of what happened at Riot and was it two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen? I think. Yeah. Um, because that I hate. Like, I'll just be honest. I I've, I worked in corporate for. I worked in corporate tech at a reasonably higher executive level, like a mid middle executive level. Like I've seen a lot of the corporate America. Way too much. And I hate corp, corporate America. I do, but. I feel like the way that Riot handled everything that th- that came out was a totally different animal than what we're seeing here from Blizzard Activision, um, because Riot actually took responsibility for everything. They listened to their employees. They instituted an entirely new department about accountability and workplace culture, and they re- they fired top executives. They made other top executives go to like pretty pretty intense training to like, you know, like be, be better people in the workplace. And like, from, I I have friends that work at Riot and I have friends that have worked at Riot. And from what it sounds like, they actually really address the issue. Not like a hundred percent fix, but much better. Like I know a lot of people of my marginalized groups that still work at Riot that I'm vaguely in contact with. and They seem to be okay. Like they seem to be a lot better off that's a totally different animal than the response we see from Blizzard Activision right now. Like, a absolutely different animal. And that's very telling to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I have just, like, one more, like, thing that I want to add. This is something I, I, I like to add whenever we talk about things like this. Sure. Is the 1% rule. And that is, with things like this, if 1% of it is true, it's a massive failure. It's still a massive failure, right? If if they failed to or if they if they actively discriminated against women uh for promotions, right? That's a massive failure. If they had office drunkenness in which women were harassed. That's a massive failure. If they had a, a dev a lead dev, like a relieved creative dev. Yeah, senior at, dev. yep, at, On World of Warcraft. Who was known to be handsy or overly friendly with female employees at work functions. And nothing was done to correct that behavior. That is a massive failure, right? If 1% of this is true, it is a huge fucking failure on their part. On their leadership team and on their HR department, right? So there might be a certain amount where there there could be some of this might be blown up. Some of this might be misattributed, right? That is, that is to be determined in court. But if 1% of it is true, it is still a massive failure. And that still needs to be addressed. I also want to point out, there's the argument that I have seen, not like in chat, but I have heard this where people are saying, oh, it might be out of context. What parts do you think are out of context? And in
2: what context do you think they belong in? How do you how do you out of context section like how do you how is sexual harassment out of context Yeah yeah yeah
0: and, yeah which part like specifically point to which part to me you think is out of context and explain to me what context that would belong in
1: right the Allegations of someone touching your butt Oh no it was on the head. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the hip. You shouldn't be smile. fucking touching. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she it. winked at me. No, she blinked. Like you know, the thing you have to do every fucking moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> It's it, it it matches the context of the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, that's the context that Oof. fits in.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: um, yeah. In you know, Ubisoft, I'm still trying to make up my mind on how well they're doing in in that regard. Right, they fired that creative director. Like he was like, like the third down from the top. Right, like they got rid of. Like after how much pressure? After how much pressure? Yeah, right. But that was a step. Right, there could be a lot of pressure, and Yves Grimoire really drug his feet on that decision. But at least he made that decision. Right, I you got to give a little bit of credit. Like you can't just keep giving L's. Like you have to give. <laughs> Even if they're a lowercase W, right? You have to give an occasional <laughs> W. Like oh, yeah, yeah. a he, lowercase aerial 12 pot W, Right. You can't just keep giving them L's. Like he's, he he they Ubisoft as a company made the decision to get rid of that employee. Right. Fine. And he was an I level he was a high level employee. I'm still trying to decide how much they've really made a difference in their in their workplace culture. And it's going to be interesting to see how Activision Blizzard as a whole makes these changes in their workplace culture there uh, there has to be heads that roll after this lawsuit
1: yeah, it almost feels like the like their responses especially the the, other, the the first one was like they shouldn't have
2: dressed that way
1: you know kind of thing
2: oh yeah very much Vict- victim victim uh, shaming yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so it's like Ubisoft like and like what you said about Ubisoft is like i fucking I love Ubisoft. Like, I loved like the Assassin's Creed games. Like I have a tattoo, an Assassin's Creed tattoo. But like, I don't feel like they've necessarily owned up enough. Like they haven't shown that their culture has changed in enough to warrant like purchasing their their stuff again. Yeah. And, like I'll I'll do the same petty shit for, against Activision too, and Blizzard. I mean I don't buy Blizzard games anyways, but yeah, I'll be petty. I don't care.
0: Uh, Baz, I was gonna ask you, what's your um, what's your history with Blizzard? I feel like you would have been like a a WoW or a Hearthstone player at some point.
2: So when I left home and uh, got out on my own, I <laughs> bought a laptop, and my very first get video game was at 15 years old. It was World of Warcraft, um, and it was magical. I loved it. This is a very long time ago, though. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, and I played WoW religiously for several years. I quit. Uh, Pre cata, and but like I played a ton of WoW, and like to be clear, I genuinely believe that was a different Blizzard back then. Um, well, at least I believe so. But uh, yeah, I loved WoW, and uh, but then you know I felt like the game was taking a poor direction, so I I left WoW, and then I played Swotar, and then uh, you know I've just really never returned to Blizzard. I I played a little bit of um. Like twenty hours of Overwatch. What else? Um I've got interest in like Diablo 4, but at this point, screw it,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. No no Starcraft in there.
2: <laughs> um, I mean I am Korean, so I have played some StarCraft, but I'm oh. not like Yeah. Wait way to put that on me. Way
0: to! Put- <laughs> that's that. I didn't like put that together. I was just thinking of like their like four <laughs> biggest like, Blizzard's four biggest properties: Overwatch, Starcraft, oh. uh, yep. Diablo, and WoW. And then you just came and put on the oh, I'm Korean. So that's uh, right.
2: That's right. Way to get <clears throat> me canceled. Way to get me yep, canceled. Yep, yep. We'll see you on Twitter about this, Danny. <laughs> um, no, but I'm at, I'm very much at the point where, and it, it go it's more than just workplace culture. But I genuinely believe that a company that has a shit culture can't make good games. Which, um, would, exp- it, which it would explain a lot. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I I really believe that like Blizzard Activision's too far gone. I don't think they're at the place now where they can make a good game. I don't. That's really? my personal opinion. That's my hot take. But do
1: we know, uh, now have a bigger villain than EA?
2: Oh, absolutely! But like, that's what they've become.
0: Uh, do we want to take a? Do we want to take some bets on when EA's misconduct scandal is going to come out? That would be uh, awesome.
2: <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm here for it. Because the thing about it is, but like, what are we going to do? Boycott EA? No one plays their games anyways.
1: Uh...
2: <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I'll just stop playing Apex.
1: Yeah, let's stop playing Apex. I I. really, no Battlefield. Don't, want, I, I, yeah, I really don't want them to fuck up, because, like, I really want to play Battlefield.
2: <laughs> because, like, that, that then we're going to get to the place where we realize all the big companies suck, and we're going to have to play, you know, small indie games, like Amazon's New World. Oh, wait.
0: Shit. <laughs>
2: the small indie company, Amazon.
0: Battle <laughs> State Games. I... I,
2: <laughs> I
0: really heard that Amazon's uh, the the founder of Amazon Games really likes space.
2: Uh, is that so? Really? Yeah. He, he's yeah. a big investor in Star Citizen. Uh, I
0: guess. Uh, I heard that he has a dream of riding a giant fucking dick dildo and, to space. Dildo to space. Uh, yeah. Uh, didn't uh, he
1: already do that though? I think he yeah. already went to space. Yeah, I he now did. Now he wants to go the, the moon. Hat. Yeah. yeah, I think he wants to go to the moon and so, like, wanted to make a deal with NASA to
2: get to the moon. Yeah, he's gonna pay like two billion to like cover yeah. to like to try to taste them. Yeah, fucking not like to changed. his employees <laughs> that set up there, but right. Yeah, it's fascinating. I
1: mean, like, he could he could be like Elon and want to colonize Mars, and at this point, he might beat him there because you know, fucking Elon hasn't been to space yet. He's sent
2: shit to space, but he hasn't the, been to space. By- my concern about Daddy Bezos is if he really does want to colonize Mars, does he want to do it for fellow lizard folk or also for humans? Like where where does where do where does humanity's role come into that? Like will we be allowed to go but only if we serve or like is when that does, lizard folk only?
1: Yeah, when does he sell Washington Post for that too? You, you know? <laughs> Or maybe Washington Post like <laughs> becomes like the only news source on Mars.
2: Yeah, like like opinion we yeah. should we should we should pray to jeff bezos once a day opinion jeff bezos is really the best person to ever have lived you know real jeff unbiased jeff bezos journalism.
1: is the most handsome man on the planet <laughs> opinion jeff Be- bezos has a lot of hair
2: opinion jeff bezos's money it is is because he's just really awesome like you know have you guys op- have you guys seen the
0: articles people like fr- like from the First time, or from the announcement that Amazon was buying. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's what I was referring to. Yeah. Then the next one was literally like, why taxing the rich wouldn't work? <laughs> why we're too hard on billionaires? <laughs> why we're too hard on billionaires?
1: <laughs> Amazon is a great company.
2: <laughs> yeah. Amazon employees are the happiest employees. What? We, uh,
0: when we covered the antitrust, uh, things, like the, the big antitrust, um, big antitrust hearings at Congress. Cause it was Google, Facebook, Amazon, and really amazing. Apple. I was reading, I was reading the, <laughs> I was reading the uh, Washington post article on it. Not really realizing it at first. I'm like, huh, there's not a lot here on Amazon. Oh, <laughs> I <laughs> and, wonder why. And it, well, just as, as a thing, cause shit like this pisses me off when it comes to ethics, uh, in media. um, they also did not mention at all anywhere in their article that Amazon owned the Washington Post when they mentioned the the uh, Amazon at the antitrust hearing. They don't mention any as far as I'm aware, and maybe I'm wrong and i'll be I'll be glad if I'm wrong. I haven't seen a note like at the top or anywhere like conspicuous. Like that, a disclaimer, like a disclaimer saying that the Washington Post is owned by Amazon. Oh my gosh! So, so, like
2: Washington Post's first article, like Amazon was very brave today at the antitrust hearings by those mean politicians.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do,
1: I do have to say the the uh, judge residing over those, or was it Apple that? Yeah, it's the Apple. Yeah, uh, that's the
2: Apple Epic lawsuit. Yeah, she was. Oh, she that was,
1: insane. was. She was brutal.
2: She, she didn't was take savage. Yeah, like I, I watched a good bit of that. And oh, my God, there were a couple of points where she excoriated like Tim Cook. Like, oh, man, I wouldn't have wanted to sit where he was sitting. Like he was like she, you know, like in D&D terms, she's like paladin divine smiting him with her words. I was like,
1: no, what do you think felt more uncomfortable, though? Tim Cook during that hearing or Mark Zuckerberg when he was talking to the 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 was it the Senate?
2: So he I don't know like a if a robot. I don't know if Yuntai, like Lizardfolk, I don't know if they have human emotions. And so I, it's hard to quantify that because, like, Tim Cook is a human, right? He isn't Lizardfolk. And, I mean, if he's Lizardfolk, he's doing a terrible job. But, um, like, he's still human, so I would definitely say Tim Cook. I think Mark Mark Zuckerberg was just, like, you know, like, just struggling under the bright lights because, you know, Reptiles and lights and all that, but yeah, that's my guess.
0: Well, if he whoever feels more uncomfortable, I would say Mark Zuckerberg because there wasn't a heating lamp over him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, yeah.
2: there wasn't enough moisture in the room. His aquarium yep. was yep. off. <laughs> yeah, you could see his like his like his he tongue was, like his like snapping at the air.
1: Well, I mean, he was doing those sips of water. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was like it was almost like taking the glass to his mouth, but not actually drinking anything. Oh but yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was weird. It, it was just. <sighs>
2: So, all I'm saying is, if someone wrote a novel, a, like a fiction, uh, like a non fictional novel about everything that is happening today, and we sent it like back in time 200 years, they would, they would burn that person for like witchcraft, or they would just be like, they, they have a terrible imagination. Like, uh, no one would believe that is real, right? It would
1: spawn its own religion, just like Scientology.
2: Oh my God. 100%. 100%. Is Scientology actually a religion, or is it more like it, a Mary Kay MLM we
1: have to, We have to, legally, we have to say it's a religion, because if not, we can
2: get sued by the Church of Scientology. Okay. They, they, but it's like, it's a religion that smells a lot like Mary Kay, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
1: it does have a, a very strong odor, like musky odor of John Travolta
0: and Tom Cruise being ripped off, but... <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on this tangent for one more point and then, <clears throat> then we're gonna end the show quick.
2: Um according Seems to Seems like tr- a good point. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. good point. We've got like uh, a bunch of lawsuits against us now.
0: Yeah, John Travolta, I'm pretty sure, according to the Church of Scientology, uh, is allowed to kill people for the church. He holds a posi- oh, he's like he holds a position where he-, he is deemed by the church to be able to kill for the church. Oh,
2: he's mm-hmm. like double O something? Yeah. John I don't think Travolta doesn't like to
0: anymore.
1: <laughs> you know? Like I feel like I, I'm a pretty hefty boy. I feel like if I got in a fist fight with John Travolta, I would win. Like he's a pretty old man. Yeah. And he's gotten quite quite flabby, uh, like flabby. You know, like when someone had muscles at one point and then just like lost it like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like when, when he was the governor, it just becomes like like he's still like
2: he's still like kind of there you know what i mean like he's yeah yeah i still would not want to get punched by arnie like that would not feel yeah i
1: I definitely would not it's just like a and lou ferrigno lou ferrigno is still massive yeah and this man played the hulk in the 70s right (laughs) but then you got john travolta who literally played as an angel in a movie to doing battle star battleground earth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the church Completely paid for it. Produce it. Everything.
2: Yeah, the thing about all of it is, back then they didn't have CGI, so they just give actors roids, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We need you to be massive. Take this.
1: Honestly, if, if the Church of Scientology sent me a letter right now saying we're sending John Travolta after you to murder you for the church, I would not be scared. That, that would be great
2: TikTok content.
1: It would. It would be fantastic TikTok content, especially like recording him coming in, and I was like, "I'm coming for you." <laughs> I'm gonna drive my car. Ugh. Like, I would just laugh.
2: You might die, but you at least it would be a funny way so. to die. Yeah,
1: I really don't think so. <laughs> I, I really uh, don't. All right. All <laughs> right. Escape that.
0: This. This would be. Fun to listen to, I'm sure, but we're we're running short on time. We're
1: tangenting, we're, t- we're very tangenting.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up the show, Baz. For the fine, excuse me, for the fine folks out there who uh, have gotten to know you, maybe they missed the top of the show. Who are you? What do you do? Where can people find you?
2: So I'm Nine Baz on Twitch, and I stream basically only New World, um, and I'll do that until Tuesday when New World the beta in- ends, and then I'll just be depressed for a month until the game releases again. Um, I scream really loudly. I can be funny sometimes. I provide sometimes witty commentary. That's what I do. It's been good to be here today. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming
2: on. Thank you for coming on and talking New World and all the uh, other
0: stuff with us here. Green, what's coming up on your channel? Um, I'm going to...
1: I, th- I think I'm going to return streaming uh, tomorrow. I think. I, I haven't decided if I wanted to spread my wings and fly yet or not. I've I've kind of been know doing my thing but we'll see um yeah i mean you can catch me at twitch.tv 4 slash mr i'm also on tiktok facebook instagram twitter Onlyfans. only fans only legitimately on only fans i think Wait, i have two subscribers you... I'm I'm on Onlyfans. Oh, i am on only fans oh my have, god i am indeed on only are you see oh, you can subscribe for free do i have content on only fans no
2: is it I'm... free absolutely i'm just doing this for... i have to do this for the the, the, you, you the words it the of mind. it yeah, I have to do it for the vibe. The vying the vibe, you name it. I'm I'm, I'm hitting it up right now. All right, great. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what's coming up on Rev's channel.
0: I'm hoping he will be back uh, next week. Not quite sure. He does have an announcement. You guys can go check that out on Twitter. Um, you guys can find him on uh, Twitch, RevsFen, Instagram, Rev TV, as well as Twitter at TV. Also find him on YouTube and TikTok. Not quite sure what uh, all he's got going on, like I said, but make sure you guys follow up, uh, follow him, and, and keep up with him. Coming up he on my
1: channel, boy,
0: yes. Um, coming up on my channel this week, uh, Friday, Saturday, probably either Enlisted or Hunt Showdown. Not sure which for for either of those nights. Maybe we'll split it up. Not quite sure. We'll see. Follow me on Twitter if you guys want to know exactly what I'm playing the day of. And then uh, Sunday night, we're going to continue with Metro Exodus. Sorry for uh, missing stream uh, last uh, last Sunday. Uh, I had some car issues um, that kind of made life a little bit difficult for, for uh, 24 hours, 48 hours. But we're all good now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll be, I'll be good to stream again this Sunday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then next week, podcast again. I'm not sure who we're going to have on for uh for the podcast anyways other than that you guys can find me on twitter instagram you can find me on tiktok i don't really post that much there you can also find me on youtube where you will find the full episodes of this podcast for your viewing pleasure And that's gonna wrap up the show guys Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate all of you who watch and listen. It means a lot to us that you take the time to watch and listen. Uh, Really, your time is more valuable than almost anything else, and we appreciate you guys giving us your time. Uh, Don't forget the question of the week this week, which is, courtesy of Mr. Ninebaz, what video game feature aspect is a must-have for you? Let us know in the YouTube comments, or you guys can tweet at us. Tweet at me, at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. If you missed any part of the show, you guys can watch and listen on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to help support the show, you guys can leave a like, subscribe, and leave a comment. But the number one way to help support the show is by telling your friends. Also, don't forget the contest. I think next week will be the last week. We'll, so you guys will have like two more weeks to, to get your memes in. Use hashtag NTN3 to get your meme in that's on twitter make sure that you guys can we can see you guys on twitter using your twitter settings um make any meme related to the show first place gets a 60 dollar gift card to the platform of their choice runner up gets a free mug and um yeah it's just our favorites you guys can enter as many times as you want guys anything else i don't think so all right guys Until next week, stay cool. It's getting hot. And keep fighting the good fight. We'll see you next week. Bye.
2: I love you.